Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emily Moss on the Bible Talk program. Your friendly neighborhood apologist here, apologist by that I mean, I try to defend the Christian faith as best I can, and to defend God's Word, the Bible. And I want to tell you, maybe, maybe I need to warn you, uh, some of you may want to turn away from this program today. This may not be the program that you want to, to listen to, uh, because I'm going to say some things that have been documented and apparently are true, but you know, people get upset sometimes with hearing the truth. The Bible says that the truth will set you free, but it never says that it's going to make you feel good when you hear it. And so that's what happens here today, as I will be talking about some issues that have to do with, uh, with uh, the subject of healing and also exposing some things that have been said by people that are absolutely heretical. Heretical. Okay? Uh, in one case, now, and understand this, I'm sure everybody, everybody out there under the sound of my voice has have heard of Pat Robertson. Okay? Yes, I mean, I love him. He's done great work through the years. I only have one bone to pick with him, and I'm going to pick that bone here today on this program. Okay? But don't think by any means, uh, this means that I'm against him. Uh, there's some things that he does that are kind of questionable, okay? And we have to be real careful about it. And my job is to be an apologist of the Christian faith. I've got to point these things out. So if you don't want to hear them, you can turn from them. I will even give you the source documents to back up what I say. Uh, the, the worst thing that I hate, I like uh, people to be straightforward about the Bible and what it says. Um, and when people say that they're giving a word from God or a biblical prophecy, then that's what I expect it to be. If it's not, then some people are overestimating how God is using them or what their abilities may be, right? So Pat Robson, love it. I mean, definitely. His program, especially his news segments, he does a very good job. But I do have trouble with his so-called word of knowledge. Let me read it to you. Now, as I go through this, some of you might want to call with your own Bible questions. You can. Anything on your mind is welcome here. I did have a wonderful time today 
uh, from 11 until 12.30 with my prophecy class, which all you have to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org to be a part of that. Uh, and that's uh, every Tuesday uh, starting at 11 o'clock. You can do that, and you'll be with us in that class. No tuition. We do ask you to send donations uh, to support Strictly Biblical, but that's all. And, of course, here, Monday through Friday, God willing, I'm here on Bible Talk on WLQV. All right. Now, first, let us take a look at Pat Robertson. All right? This is from, by the way, LetUsReason.org. LetUsReason.org. You could pull it up, look at it, where basically uh, uh, Robertson, Pat Robertson is known for diagnosing people over his TV program with what he calls the word of knowledge, right? the word of knowledge. And that would be, of course, special prophetic insight into exactly what's going on in a person, according to him. Now, is this, is what he's doing really supernatural? Well, one of the folks who worked with him um, talked about it, and it appears in James Randi's book, The Faith Healers, all right, where a former employee describes Robertson's words of knowledge. Okay, uh, it's a performance, is what he calls it, uh, and he says there was nothing mystical to understand, nothing mystical about what Pat Robertson did at all. It was simply statistical. Robertson's little faith healing procedure is he calls it. I did miss what he said. Okay, he said it was a charade. He simply calls out an illness and predicts its cure. And with millions of viewers, the statistical probabilities are that someone will have the disease named and they will naturally recover. Okay? And through the years, that's what I've heard Pat do, bless his soul. He says somebody, he doesn't name the person where they live, gives their address, it's having some kind of problem in their feet, their head, something. All right? Uh, and then uh, he, uh, someone will have the disease named and that they will naturally recover. People put their faith in the belief that God speaks to Pat. Okay? Now, James Randi, in his book, The Faith Healers, talks about this in um, 1989. Uh, and what he says is this, while I don't agree, uh, this one writer says, by the way, he's talking about James Randi, he says, while I don't agree with James Randi's cynical cynicism, in other words, he didn't like the way that Randi talked about it, because he was kind of cynical. But this guy says he's more objective, and he has a problem with Pat Robertson, too. He says that he has spoken for numerous people, okay? Randy has in his book, all right, uh, wrote his book about this, The Faith Healers, 1989. He has spoken for the numerous people that watch and can see through the antics that are presented as genuine Christianity and the power of God, okay? Because how easy is it? I say I got a word of knowledge. I'm pronouncing that somebody, not naming the person, has it. They could be anybody, anywhere, that they're being healed of. Um, that doesn't sound like a specific kind of word of knowledge, prophetic thing that God does in the Bible. And the Bible is more specific than that. Now, it gets worse, okay? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air Bible uh, talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Another guy by the name of Jerry Straw relates a non-miracle he witnessed while still a believer in the ministry he worked for. He was working there, right? He describes Robinson at the close of the 700 Club videotape, shaking hands with members of the studio audience. Uh, he stopped when he reached a man sitting in a wheelchair. 
had laid hands on him as everyone prayed for his healing, which is absolutely 100% appropriate to do. Nothing wrong with that. I've prayed for people in our church. I've seen people in wheelchairs and prayed for them to be healed. All that is legitimate. Then it goes on to say, though, at Pat's urging, the man stood up. The people cheered as the man took a couple of very shaky, small steps, while everyone applauded God. Okay? Uh, I feared the man might fall, because the steps weren't strong, this uh, observer said. They were shaky. The next day, we showed the nation the miracle on the 700 Club broadcast. In other words, they showed the miracle of this man being healed that they had been televised okay, on TV for everybody to see. Okay? Now, here's what our insider said. He wanted to know, this is what he wanted to know, if the old man in the wheelchair was permanently healed by God, or if he temporarily thought that he was healed, okay? So he wanted to get in contact with the family to find out what happened to this guy, because all they saw on uh, Pat Robinson's program was the man getting up out of the wheelchair as if he had been healed. Says, a few weeks later, I had an assistant track down the man's family in order to see if the cure that lasted. He actually, on his own, okay, tracked down the family to see if the cure had lasted. What he found out was this. He had died 10 days after his visit to the Christian Broadcasting Network. Okay? That's what he found out. And then he said this. We reported his healing, but not his death. And that's in the book, The Faith Healers. We reported his healing and not the death. Why can't we just be honest? God does heal miraculously. I've got it. I've got it. But it doesn't happen all the time. And a word of knowledge is not something just thrown out to the general public. Then when somebody responds, we say, oh, they were healed. Okay? That's not, uh, God is more specific in that. In his words of knowledge, they actually should convey some knowledge. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emily Marsh. Am I telling you not to listen to Pat Robertson? No. I'm still going to listen to him. There are good things that he said. But unfortunately, there's some aspects of this program that are not, let us say, biblical. As biblical as they should be. My job as an apologist is to help you with that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air by the talk with Pastor Emmy Mark. Here on a program that, as I say, you might want to turn away from. And you might want to. I don't know. It might bother you, some of the things I'm talking about. Uh, very few people take the step that I do to just criticize false doctrine. Uh, even uh, with people who do some things very good, but we need to know where people can go wrong and then cause us trouble in our Christian life because the Bible doesn't exactly uh, say what they're saying. Now, if you have any question you have about the Word of God, anything you want to discuss with me, you can do it. And the time is passing by. So all you've got to do is give a call, area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Bible, any question you have about theology, apologetics, church history, I'll do my level best to give you an answer. All you got to do is call that number. I've got a, 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 things I want to talk about, 
but anything you want to talk about is fair game on this program. So just call in, and I'll be glad to talk to you. All right. Now, here we are, the Christian church. We've got our nerve. We've got our nerve to criticize false religions. Now, you don't have to worry about that from a lot of churches. Most churches today could care less about false religion. They teach classes on everything else except apologetics. Needless to say, because of that, much of the church is, has descended into doctrinal darkness, okay? And that's something that we do need to correct. And uh, I'm dedicated to preaching everything in the Bible, but also to defending the faith. I think that that's a very important thing to do. But how can we, how can we come against uh, the president of the Mormon Church, okay, from Salt Lake Tribune, uh, Spencer W. Kimball, okay, who said, and he said this October 7, 1974, and it's still something that the Mormons believe not. This is Mormonism, quite simply, plain and simple. This is what Mormons believe, okay? And here's a statement from him. This is what he says. Spencer W. Kemp, big leader within Mormonism, right? Uh, the religion founded by Joseph Smith after he had two visions, right? Here is what Spencer W. Kimball said. In each of us, listen to this. In each of us is the potentiality to become a God. Well, okay. Where did you hear that before? I think in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, I think so. In each of us is the potentiality to become a God. Okay. This is what Spencer W. Kimball said. So, hey, some of you are listening and say, well, pass them off. That's Mormonism. What do you expect? You're right. That's what I do expect from Mormonism. I expect that from Mormonism. I expect that from the New Age movement. I expect that from Christian science. I expect that from the Unity School of Christianity. I expect all of them to say things like we're gods and we have the potentiality to become a god, all right? But unfortunately, this kind of stuff is not limited to what we call the kingdom of the cult necessarily. Why? Because there are people who stand up in Christian churches and say things like this, and I quote, you don't have a God in you, you are one. Can you believe it? Can you believe that anybody would say that in a Christian church to a Christian audience and get away with it? But this person has, you don't have a God in you, you are one. That is what this person said, right? He said it in The Force of Love, okay, audio tape. It's from, and I'll name his name. He said it, okay, he said it. I'm not against everything he says, but that's a big one. This is said by Kenneth Copeland, 1987, right? Yeah, that you don't have a God in you, you are one. That's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. You are not a God. Goodness. Adam and Eve found that out in the Garden of Eden. Uh, this is something that kids know in Sunday school, that you're not a God, nor should you say you want. Yet, this is where it is in the Christian church, where people like Timothy Copeland are accepted, who teach false doctrine. Okay? Uh, in fact, he said this. This is his second statement. Now, this is in his audio tape, okay? The Force of Love, Fort Worth, Texas, Timothy Copeland Ministries, 1987. You can order. Okay? Here's another statement that he's made. Uh, let me hear that number once again. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk, 
to Pastor Emmy Moss. I told you to turn away from this program. If you don't like what I'm saying, because it gets worse before it gets better, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Have you been putting off opening your retirement account statements because you're afraid of what you might see? If you were caught in the recent correction, you know that watching your savings evaporate in the market is devastating. We're the Retirement Income Store, and our message is clear. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth. There is another more conservative way to plan for income without all the risk, using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income kit with five educational tools including david scranton's best-selling book 888-888-4176 the retirement income store where retirees go for income call 888-888-4176 now right here in america every day more than 30 million children rely on school for food eating breakfast or lunch oftentimes both at school With 97% of schools closed, many for the rest of the school year, many families will be hard-pressed to keep children from going hungry without help. For more than 100 years, Save the Children has been meeting the needs of children and families around the world. And right here at home, every day and in times of crisis. And right now, with your help, we're making sure that children get the nutrition they need until school is back in session. Your gift of $100 can provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 10 out-of-school children in need for one day. Call 888-884-4836, and for just $100, you can fill 10 bellies for one day with Save the Children. Call 888-884-4836, or give online at faithtalkdetroit.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, a right-in-your-face Bible Talk program dealing with the subject of apologetics, defending the faith, defending biblical theology. As always, any question that you have or comment is welcome on this program. All you've got to do 
It gives me a call at area code 866-423-9578. I was comparing Mormonism actually with Word Faith Doctrine taught by a prominent teacher of the Word Faith Movement, uh, Kenneth Copeland, who said, you don't have a God in you, you are one. That's not enough to get you to want to get up and run out of the church. I don't know what is. Then he said this, another statement by Kenneth Copeland, uh, The Force of Love, okay, uh, it's from an audio tape that he made, Fort Worth, uh, 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 Texas, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, okay, 1987. Here's what he said. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. It is unfathomable to me that someone could stay, say this and still get Christians to listen. Here's what he said. Kenneth Copeland. Every Christian is a God. What? What are you talking about? Okay? Am I the only one who's mad at stuff like this? Goodness. Then he says this, you don't have a God in you. You are one. Man. Okay? There you go. Now, I'm shocked. I'm shocked at the lack of response by the church as a whole to come out and just rightly condemn this. It's horrible. But that doesn't happen. In fact, I remember uh, pretty recently seeing Kenneth Copeland being interviewed by Pat Robertson on his program. All right? And I said, what? And that's what's going on. That is what is going on. Now, some of you may be upset. Okay? All I can tell you is the Bible says the truth will set you free. Okay? The church is under attack. It's under attack doctrinally. All right? The only thing that can turn it around is for us to get back to the Bible, okay? To understand that unless the church I'm going to is teaching the Word of God accurately and not twisting it, i got to find me a place where the Bible uh, uh, is taught and the folks acknowledge that when God speaks, we listen. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Look at these statistics, all right? Also, this is from Watchman Fellowship, uh, their website, where they have a lot of good information. They really do a good job at uh, defending the faith. Uh, And here's what they say. They say that according to a recent Barna poll taken from adults in the U.S., okay, that only 40%, listen to this, only 40% of the population believes that the devil is real. Right. They don't believe that the devil, this is 40% of the population, right? 44% believe that Jesus sinned while on the earth. 44%, okay, of the United States population in this survey that they took believed that Jesus sinned while he was on the earth, okay? 55% say a good person, all you've got to do is be good, and you can earn a place in heaven, okay? But remember, Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But that doesn't matter. But the Bible says 55% say a good person can earn a place in heaven. All right? Uh, also, 64% uh, believe that the moral truth is always relative to the person and the situation. In other words, there are no moral absolutes. 75% of adults, 75% of them believe this. Okay? Yeah? So there are no more absolute. What is true for you is true for, for, for you. What is true for me is true for me. Right? Wow. Okay. 77% are associated with the Christian faith, but only 38% consider themselves 
born again or evangelical. That's right. In other words, they may go to church, but the church is not in them. So they do not consider themselves to be uh, to be evangelicals. All right. So there are some statistics. My challenge, I've got a challenge for you. It's going to come in a minute. Got a caller. Caller, you're on the line. Chris, how you doing? Hi, Pastor Moss. I um enjoying this uh, uh this information. Um, I spoke with you on last night, but first I wanna say this is awesome. You are marking them that cause division, like scripture says, so I'm really enjoying it. My question was from Thanks. last night where you left off, um we were talking about where does the devil or angels abode and uh yeah. the scripture I was bringing to the table see if it had was it applicable i gave revelations 12 7 through 9 i believe okay good question that's right and i was, was commending you on how profound your question was and especially of your reading of the book of revelation after so many preachers don't even teach it so <laughs> so if you've got a question coming from there uh you're doing a great job but second okay. is this Here's what we know, and here's what you know, I believe, already also about this, right? That Satan was kicked out of heaven uh, real soon, right? In fact, after the angels were created, okay, he was kicked out of, uh, and the earth was created, uh, he came against God, and he was kicked out of heaven. We know it was early because he shows up uh, using the serpent to tempt Adam and Eve, right? Right. Right. So he's kicked out of heaven at that particular time. When he was kicked out, also, there were demons who fell with it, okay? And so that happened then. Then we look over in Revelation chapter 12, okay? Now, but, but let me pause. Before we go there, even though he was kicked out of heaven, there's something else that you and I know. We look at the book of Job, right? And we see this, that Satan appeared before God at that time, after he got kicked out. Uh, of heaven, right. right? He appeared before God, right? Yes. Now, not only was he allowed to appear before God, but, but demons as well, okay? In other words, God allows this battle to go on between him and Satan, uh, God knowing full well how it's going to turn out. But literally now, God is allowing spiritual warfare. A part of that spiritual warfare is that Satan is allowed to do things like test God's people. That's what happened with uh, Job, remember? God allowed, right. in fact, God allowed Job to do those things. And so what that means is not only can Job be t- tempted by the devil, but we also can be tempted by the devil and demons. Okay? So because he was in heaven, though, that doesn't mean he was in the third heaven. He came back to see, uh, no doubt, the Lord, and there was a meeting because he was kicked out of the third heaven. He was a cherub that was at the throne. He can't go there anymore. But he could meet in the heavenlies. Okay? In other words, you know that there are three heavens in the Bible, right? The first one right. would be what we call the uh, upper atmosphere, where the clouds are, right? The second one would be the stratosphere. That's outer space. That's where the planets are. The third heaven is where God's throne is, and that's where Paul was taken to, as well as John. Okay? So what happens is the devil is, was able to commune with God in, uh, in, every, in the two heavens, but not in the third heaven. That's what we believe is taking place in Revelation 12. It says, and it's tailed through the third part of the stars of heaven, and they're cast into the earth. Okay? And and so that's giving us the whole history of the devil, what he did. And the dragon stood before the woman 
which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Then it says, and she brought forth a man-child. Now, now what this is doing, you see what this is doing. Catholics, unfortunately, uh, want to say that this is talking about the Virgin Mary, but it isn't. Okay? And she brought forth a man-child. Now, remember, Mary did do that, but also, right. and I'm sure you would agree with this, it was the nation of Israel that brought forth the Messiah, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so the she here is compared to the nation, not to the Virgin Mary. That's where Catholics go with this. But in fact, you know, God was, he considered Israel, he was the husband of Israel, right? So they were, they were like, he considered Israel to be his bride, church included in that, okay? So it said, and she brought forth, that's the nation, she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with the rod of iron, and the child was cut unto God and to his throne. Now that's absolute, now you know what that describes, that describes the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus in just that one verse. That's what it's happening in the book of Revelation. All right, do you see that? Mm-hmm. Okay, then in verse 6, And the woman fled, the woman is Israel, right, fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared. Many of them believe that's a place called Pella, prepared of God, that they should feed her 3,203 square days. Okay, so that is where... Uh, she is hiding for this period of time. Okay? Uh, so, and, and, but then it says, at verse 7, and there was war in heaven, okay? not in the third heaven, the first and second heaven, right? Tense of the power of the air. There's an angelic battles. You see this in Daniel as well, where the angels of God fight against the angels of darkness. Okay? So this is something that happens, and this happens during the tribulation period, in verse 7. And there was a war in heaven, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither there was a place found anymore in heaven. Now what happens, okay, is that the devil is kicked out of the third heaven. After this battle, he's kicked out of the second heaven and the first heaven. So now the only place that's regulated to him is what? Earth. You are a genius. The earth. Okay? <laughs> because of this age, right, you got it. You got it. And he prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in any of the heavens. Then it explains something to, to us. Verse 9, And the dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil and Satan, that deceived the whole world. He was cast out unto the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So now, now, now this is what happens. This doesn't happen now until the tribulation period is about to begin. Okay? The world war is being described here. In other words, we believe it's like a mid-trip kind of thing where the devil and his angels, they fight against Michael and his angels. They lose. Now they're regulated to the earth. And that's why you hear it being said, where it says, And I heard a loud voice saying, In heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. That used to be what the devil could do. He went up to accuse Job, and now he accused others. Now he's kicked out. Of, he's already been kicked out of the third heaven. Now he's kicked out of the second and the first heaven. Okay? Then it says, uh, so he's on the earth. Now he's regulated to the earth. It says, right? Because it says, and I heard a loud voice saying, verse 10, saying, now is come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his fight. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night, and they overcame him by the blood 
of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Then look at this. It's a key verse we're in here. Therefore, rejoice you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. This is during the tribulation period. Woe. Why? Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has such a, such a short time. All he's got is the tribulation period. After the tribulation is over, he's done. That's what it's saying here. Wow. All right? Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. Thank you. And you can go to Genesis chapter 37 to back up the symbolism that I gave you in terms of uh, okay. Israel being the woman that birthed uh, him rather than what the Catholic Church would say, uh, talking about the Virgin Mary. Thank you for your call. All right. Thank you. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And if you're interested in the book of Revelation, I'm not one of those preachers who say, uh, I never talk about the book of Revelation. I do. It's a biblical book. Everybody is supposed to be talking about it. If you're in a pulpit, you need to be able to preach everything that's in the Bible to the best of your ability. Okay? Nobody knows at all. Preach what you know. And if you don't know something, your job is to run it. Okay? Because you are a pastor. You can't say, I don't teach. I would leave any church in a minute. And if they told me they don't teach or preach any book of the Bible, their job is to preach it all. Just like I'd leave a doctor and he said he doesn't handle medicine. What you're doing being a doctor if you can't handle medicine? What are you doing being a pastor if you can't handle the Bible? And tell me something about the books of the Bible. Trouble there. Wow. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God? Preaching through the book of Revelation in our Sunday service. Live streaming. You, all you have to do is go to strictlybiblical.org. We, just like other churches, are waiting for the word to come down where we can uh, get together again in our church. But until then, the ministry doesn't stop, man. In fact, I've been working harder with the church being closed than with it being open. All right? Uh, and all you got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org at about 10.30 uh, a.m. on Sunday and log on to our service, which you'll absolutely love. Uh, uh, our praise team is there. Uh, uh, oh, just a lot of things prepared to do. Our young people have a format, our, our dancers even, and then our praise team, right? All there for you to watch, and uh, it ends with a sermon on the book of Revelation. And I'm giving you my proof, biblical proof, of the pre-trib rapture in the sermon that comes up on Sunday at uh, 11 o'clock. So we just ask you to, uh, to uh, log on and watch. And then uh, do send, send us a donation to keep the ministry going. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Just a few more of these stats to give you. Then I have a challenge for you. There, the, the Barnard poll goes on to say uh, that, uh, and I read this one, 70, 7% are associated with the Christian faith, but only 38% consider themselves born again. That's amazing. Then, look at this. Two out of five adults are unchurched. Two out of five. I'm here to tell you, that's going to change pretty soon, I believe. Once this coronavirus is over and folks get back to church, friends are going to be back there, I think, like never before. All right? People know 
So definitely, I think in this time, I'm realizing their need for God. All right? Here is the last statistic, and this, uh, this is where our challenge comes. It's the last statistic, right? Prayer here, the Bonner Report says that 44% believe the Bible, Quran, and the Book of Mormon are all expressions of the same spiritual truth. I'm going to tell you what that's about when we come right back. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Eric Metax is here. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family, and one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. But what's there to watch? Well, I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary that explores convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? And the results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus at Home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. And immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager and Graham Lotz and me, yours truly, will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in the series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. All right, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We've got our friend Tim on the line. 
Kim, what's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind is going back to Jeremiah. All right. What an emo- what an emotional wreck he was, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, I'll tell I tell you just, what, he did uh, go through some stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, so I'm I'm new in the study of that book, but where where I'm trying to figure out is where did all of the leaders of Israel, Judah, I mean, a whole bunch go south again against the Lord, even after, you know, being taken to the promised land and blah, 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 and and they all went south again. Where where did that turn make? Because it was like all of them. In other words, what you're asking, basically, is why did they apostatize so much? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it's what we see repeated throughout biblical history, isn't it? Okay, uh, yeah. and I mean, how much? If we, let's start from the beginning, right? If you talk about dispensationalism, um, when we look at Adam and Eve, but give me why did they mess up? You answer me that question, Tim, and I'll answer yours. How could Adam and Eve mess up? Here they are, well, in the Garden of Eden, had everything they wanted to eat. And apparently God was appearing and even communing with them while they were there. Why in the world, when they could eat of every tree of the God, every one of them, except for one, they would get in and eat of the tree that God said don't eat of. Now, if you can answer me that, then I can answer yours. <laughs> Weak-minded. <laughs> there you go. And so, therefore, a whole mm-hmm. nation can be that way. They just, uh, now, now, this isn't everybody. Yeah, over and over but, again? The same nation well, over yeah, and over always again? Well, yeah, always remember, though. Yeah, always remember, though, God always had a remnant. And that's what's explained by Paul in Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. Always there were many who fell away, but the Abrahamic covenant that was made in Genesis 12, 1 to 3, said that God promised Israel land, seed, and a blessing forever. That meant, though, that was the unconditional. Thank God for the unconditional covenant made with Abraham. The conditional one was the Mosaic. If you violate my law, you're going to get kicked out. When you repent, you get back into the land. And so that's what happened. There were always some that stayed loyal to him, but there were some that uh, brought the nation down by turning into sin. That's that's just the, the history that we have in the, in the text. It's something else to behold. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting. It's just interesting to me where, you know, here the Lord is, these are my people. I make this covenant with them. They killed me. <laughs> they killed Jesus. And then they, you know, Jesus frees them, and then they're free, and now they're doing this all over again, you know. And it, it just uh, amazes me. Yeah, it does. I mean, you I, know now. I mean, I, I know sin causes brain damage, but I mean, <laughs> well, for everybody, but, right? But, yeah, but, uh, oh yeah, me. Right, I'm looking myself in the mirror now. You know. But, <laughs> One thing we have to point out, and what you're saying is accurate. But we do need to recognize, I'm sure you know this already, that uh, even though uh, they, they, they killed their Messiah. They, in other words, the very one that over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament predicted to come, when he came, they killed him. But yet, yeah. here's what Jesus says to them, right? In, uh, in, in this very important chapter and very important verse we're looking at, Matthew 23 and 37, where, where Jesus says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Thou that kills the prophets and stones them which are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathers her chicken under her wings, 
here is where Jesus compares himself to like a mother hen here. So we do have female imagery here. Uh, her chickens under her wings, they knew it not. But then he says to them, okay, behold, your house is left unto you desolate. In other words, predicting that uh, Israel was going to be destroyed. And that happened in 70 AD, some 40 years after this occurred. But he didn't leave it there. He said, in verse 38, behold, your house is left unto you desolate. For I say unto you, you shall not see me henceforth till you shall say, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. What that predicts is a revival of the Jewish nation, which is going to happen during the tribulation period. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm glad I'm not Jewish. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a conversation. I, you know, I see some of the stuff like you were talking about earlier with Copeland. I mean, trying to answer when you see God face to face and you're trying to answer that question to him, there, there are some conversations I'd just rather not have. Well, but here's you know, is, I don't mind having any biblical conversation because... No, I mean with uh, God. <laughs> a big pardon? I, I mean with God. I don't want to sit in front of God and say, and try to answer that question. Why did you say all people, everybody's a God who's a Christian? You know? <clears throat> well, I didn't hear you. Why did you say what now? <clears throat> like Copeland. When he said, you know, we're all gods if we're Christian. Oh, yeah, that, that's, or, that's, I can't imagine. Can you imagine? But what gets me, brother, yeah. uh, Tim, uh, this is like, I hate to say it, and I don't want to put anybody down. This is like kindergarten stuff. That's in the book of Genesis. The fall of man yep. resulted from Adam and Eve being tempted to be like God. And then you've got people like Kenneth Copeland and Charles Capps saying we're little gods, and the Mormons teaching this. But I'm more concerned about the people in the Christian church. Kindergartners know that we shouldn't be like God. That's in Genesis chapter 3. So yeah, it's I mean, amazing you can, how you easily right the, the devil can deceive you. There you go. Goodness gracious. I guess yeah. it's like they said, uh, a sacred born every minute or something. That, that, that makes no sense. But that shows you how deceptive the devil can be and how weak-minded we can be when we get away from the Bible. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. the name and, name and claim it, guys, with all this pandemic going on, where's all the name it and claim it? And you can't name it. and claim right. anything. The only thing you can do is exactly. pray. It's pray. First John five fourteen. John answers prayers. I'm going to name and claim right my here. my job. <laughs> <You know? laughs> listen, Tim. Listen, get off my air. You're just trying to get all your frustrations off here, buddy. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I was. Yeah, I, I was very. Uh, I was just trying to make a little bit of fun out of it, but it is a very serious topic with these these words that these so guys are you. taking people. Right to hell. No, yeah, I it's something else. All right. Thank you for calling, my friend. I appreciate it. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The explosive news regarding the government's handling of former National Security Advisor Lieutenant General Michael Flynn and the transition from the period when President Obama was president when President Trump took the oath of office, ought to have the attention of every American. President Trump has labeled it Obamagate. Some have tried to dismiss it or label it as some sort of nutty conspiracy theory or birtherism, and we should do neither nor allow it. Obamagate is simply shorthand for the intentional interference with the peaceful, seamless, cooperative transition of power between presidential administrations. It may not be criminal to mess around with the transition, but it's certainly destructive of the republic's greatest political tradition. 
Federal Prosecutor John Durham is no doubt keenly focused on everything that happened in this period, but was there a criminal act? Maybe. Wait and see. Were these events deeply destructive of one of our finest traditions, the peaceful transfer of power? Absolutely. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. During difficult times, it's important not to be frozen by fear or complacency, thinking that Congress, the Fed, or your current financial planner will fix the impact of the pandemic on your retirement savings. The bottom line is no one else is going to care about your retirement the way you do. There is another more conservative way to plan for income without all the risk using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income Kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best-selling book, 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store. Where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. When I say the word heaven, what images come to your mind? This is John Fuller, and on the next Focus on the Family, Randy Alcorn describes what heaven will be like and what we can look forward to as our earthly life ends. Join us for a compelling conversation about eternity on the next Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Listen to Focus on the Family, weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk Detroit. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. I thank all of you uh, for listening, uh, and many of you who called in. I know that even though you haven't called, many of you are listening to this program, and we appreciate that very much. And I want to say to you, if you want this program to continue, we ask that you would send donations to P.O. Box, that's P.O. Box, O. Five eight seven nine Detroit, Michigan, 48205. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks, the Bible, Group Chat Ministries. One more time, because I'm the kind of person that when I hear people doing this, I normally forget the addresses. P.O. Box, that's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That's what goes to support this radio ministry. Appreciate your giving very much. And I do have a challenge to leave you with. Here's where I'm being a, a good guy, uh, and I might be able to get this out. If not, then uh, I'll wait till next time because i got to go and take this phone call. Caller, you're on the air. Steve, how you doing? Hello. Yes. Hello. 
Uh huh. You're on the can air, you hear sir. Me? Yes, I well, can. Thank you so much, um, Pastor. Unfortunately, what I have to say, you're probably not going to appreciate. Um, whoever that gentleman was previous to my call, uh-huh. previous to your break, he referenced, and you did too, Kenneth Copeland talking about some point of theology, uh, and not only suggesting he's wrong or saying he's wrong, but going further and saying that he is leading people to hell. I only can give praise to God that I am a Catholic. I so appreciate that I am not having to sort through all of the contradictory, conflicting mess that men create by by interpreting what God's word is on their own. Thank God that I belong to a church where learned people for centuries have come together with good intention and inspired by the Holy Spirit to better understand the word of God and to render it in a fashion that makes sense and is understandable. As of versus so many evangelical Protestants who continue to not only bicker with Catholicism, bicker with Islam, bicker with every other world religion, and okay, well, listen, listen, now I want to themselves. tell you something. I've heard you. I've heard you. Okay? But what I want to tell you is this. What I'm doing, you have a lot of uh, things that you're saying. What I'm doing is doing what the Bible commands me to do. Now, listen to me. If it wasn't for the Bible, understand it, okay, I wouldn't be doing it. If it was not for the Bible, I would not be doing it, okay? I don't like having to come against false doctrine, but I'm commanded to. And this is how I take Galatians 1. This is what Paul said, not me. This is the Apostle Paul. I'm not talking about a church leader, an organization, or anybody. I'm talking about the Bible. Galatians chapter 1, I'm glad you called. In verse 6, this is what he said. He wrote this to the church. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you under the grace of Christ unto another gospel. He recognized the fact, sir, that there was another gospel. And then he said, which oh, is not another. You've been, you've been wait, 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 let me finish. That. I'm reading the Bible to you and watching it because you don't like what I'm reading. Which is not another. But there be some that troubled you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. And Paul named the names of people who perverted the gospel of Christ. Then he said this, in verse 8, this is Paul, not me. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have Pastor, preached unto you, let him let, be us get some altitude Verse on this, 9, okay? as we said before, so say I let, now again, if any man preach any lunch. other gospel you unto you than that we have preached, let him be us. So all I'm doing is simply following what the Bible has said to do. And as long as the Bible condemns and criticizes false teaching, I will do the same thing, because that's exactly what he said here. Not only that, but I have John who said the same thing. Over in John, what he talks about is this. He talks about doctrine, and what he says is absolutely shattering. Jude says, defend the faith that was once committed to the faith. Okay? 
That's what he tells us to do, okay? No doubt about it. And then it says this in Second John, right? It says in Second John, this is the Bible, not any organization, what church you go to. That doesn't matter. What the Bible says, what matters. It says in Second John 9, whosoever, this is the Bible, whosoever transgresses and abides not in the doctrine of Christ. This is the Bible, not me. Let's I'm not, glad you came on the air. Not. Whosoever transgresses and abides not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. Oh, he that abides in the doctrine me, right? of Christ, he hath both me. the Father you and the Son. Me. Verse 10, verse 10, if there come any unto you and bring not this you doctrine, have that's what he said, so if, any, if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, you receive him not into your house, you that bid him God speak. For he that bids him God speak for righteous you his are. evil deeds. So I can go all to the Bible and show you where the Bible says in Jude, it says, defend the faith that was once given to the saints. I'm sorry. Okay? I want to continue to do what the Bible tells me to do. Thank you for your call. Okay. I know somebody was out there somewhere who had trouble with what I'm doing. I'm glad they came out. But it gave me a chance to show you what the Bible says about defending false teaching. You guys get ready for the same thing. It can happen to you. All right. Number to call. Air code 866-423-9578. All right. Are there any callers on the line? I suppose over. <laughs> what did you go out on? All right, well, this is Pastor Mark. God bless you, everyone. Uh, see you next time to be on Bible Talk and get ready for another rockish, rock'em, shock'em program. God bless you. I'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com <laughs> 